what do you put your intentions on? And if your intentions are wrong, then that's when you go into a karma because your actions are misaligned with what you're intending to do. Welcome everybody back to the Rally Cry Podcast. My name is Angel. My name is Tyler. And you guys are here because you want to work on yourself. You don't want to be limited in any sense. And understand that we want to attract good vibes, good people, good pedestrians. And that's why we got to ask ourselves, before we get into the video, have you followed us on your favorite podcast platform? If it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, X, Y, and Z, you already know. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform and also follow us on the rallycry.podcast on Instagram so you can watch all of our clips when we post and you could just know what we'll be doing on real time. So really ask ourselves today, you guys are here because you want to attract good people in our lives and we got to ask if have you ever had someone that every time when you want to share your news with, they don't seem eager to understand. They're on their phone. They're not paying attention. They're just somewhere else as you're talking to them. Or you feel like they're a the kind of person that talks behind your back. Or can you even trust this person enough to not steal from you? I think those are the three main commodities that we have for any relationship. If it's a friendship, a relationship, or even a relationship with someone that we work with. Because nowadays we be working. And so now that we know those are things that we should value, like not having those things that we should be pondering on or wondering, we got to be like, okay, so we got to spot these fake friends. We're like, what, what, can we, what can we do about this? And taking them out your life because we don't need that. We don't need this negativity. There's only positive vibes over here. We good. We keep that over there. We don't yeah, need it. That's too much energy. Stay away from the terrace. Please stay away from the terrace because that's just going to tarnish your home. They're going to burn down your village. And the last thing that you, that you want is somebody involuntarily burning your bridges. And we got to think about, you know, we make friends with people and growing up, we come across all types of people. And there could be a bunch of people that we think that are our best of friends, but we only think of them as are that they're the best of our friends because of the emotional experience that we have with them. That doesn't mean that emotional experience is going to last because once that, that passion burns out, wh where is it going to go after that? How are you going to keep on uh, keeping the relationship fulfilled? And that, that's something that we need to really focus with not only who we surround ourselves with, but the relationship that we have with ourselves. The relationship that yes. we have with ourselves is what starts our relationship bridging to other people. Because if we are just monotonous, bland, lacking flavor, unseasoned, um, uncultured, and all these <laughs> other things, then how are we going to be able to find ourselves in other people? Our identity yep. is what links us and connects us to other people. So it's like how nature connects us through everything and how technology is connected through wires. You know, we need to be wired together. And if we're not wiring our thoughts and wiring our feelings, because we can only share these experiences and share our feelings. But we can't say that I feel what you're feeling exactly. I can only get an idea or gist of that. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. If you can't metaphorically give yourself enough gas from going from home to go to their home and you don't, you just stay stagnant Then how are you going to be able to get, uh, just travel out from your home? Right. Metaphorically speaking. So it's like when you're able to give that love to yourself, you're able to give love to someone else. And that's going for even, um, giving that, 
giving them that undivided attention of listening to their their news and all, and all those things. Usually, you want someone to be able to give something that you give. They they're able to give it back, and. Mm-hmm. We understand that when you're positive, you attract positive. If you're negative, then you attract negative. You focus on the problems, you get problems. You focus on the solutions, then you'll get solutions. And it's just a matter on what do you put your intentions on. And if your intentions are wrong, then that's when you go into a karma because your actions are misaligned with your intending to do. So I think it's important that. Yes, I, yes. I, I so I bring that up because karma is like it's, it's linked to everything. It's and we also talked about this before, cause and effect. What caused this to happen? And this is the result of things. And if the result doesn't align with you, by reflecting on what you did, now you can move forward by practicing. You practice, rinse, repeat. Exactly. And so, like, that's honestly like a pre-step on understanding of how we're going to find these good people and how we're going to make sure that the bad people are just not in our life anymore. And there's something that I always like to say to myself and to anyone that is listening I encourage you guys to do the same thing. And it goes like, go with the flow. If there's a connection, then it will show. If it don't show, then they can go. Skedat. Goodbye. Junior, Big Sean Junior. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I got a couple bars. You know, I do make poetry, if you guys didn't know. Um, but it, it's really to say that you, you shouldn't feel eager to always make a friend. Sometimes when we make connections with people, we think that, oh, I, let me get their number. Let me get their Instagram. Oh, we should hang out. All that. And it's like that first encounterment. Sometimes like it needs to slowly progress and to see if that that person is a good fit for you. Like you could kick it with anybody, but it doesn't mean that they can make a good relationship with you. If it's a friendship, intimate relationship or even a co-working relationship. Sometimes there's only so much limits that you can do with someone based on how they see their life. And that's why we go into Number one, and I encourage you guys to listen all the way to number five because number five is the the best tip or step that we got to understand of making relationships. So make sure you guys are here. And also, if you're loving this and what we've been doing, make sure you leave a like because, you know, it's important for us and it lets us know that we're doing something good. So first one, number one, number uno, not reversed. Uno, uno out. Yes. Uh, the way they talk is important. The way... They use their words. Are they often negative? Do they talk bad about other people? Do they gossip behind their back? And do they use derogatory terms a lot? And what I mean by that, when, when someone curses a lot, it honestly says a lot about them. It, it's the matter of being in a discussion or a dispute and they're cursing or they feel defensive or they're being uh, easily triggered and they habitually do these things. It's just a matter of like, okay, well, when things start going bad for them or not going the way that they want it, they they become like a brat almost. Like, oh, I'm not getting what I want, blah, 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 blah. And they're all over the place and they're very explosive or someone that uses very explosive body language can also determine how they are as a person because it says a lot about their perspective Perspective that they see for themselves in life and that makes it their personal reality equaling to their pers- uh, personality and Ooh. so I just want to say that studies show that someone that curses a lot are more primed to disrespect you or cut you off in the middle of a conversation that you are having with them Ooh. you know going back <clears throat> going back to our uh, video that we done a while back um, top 10 negative traits <clears throat> that you can find in somebody, someone that's temperamental. And it, it goes exactly with what Angel was saying because when somebody's temperamental, their their mood changes like the weather. You, you just don't know what to expect. We got, we got people that study the weather, observe the weather and all these things, and somehow, some way, the weather still does whatever it wants even though they study the weather. 
So we can't always expect things to go the way we want it to. And that's where a lot of the uncontrolling factor comes from. So understanding that you can only control what's within yourself is okay. Mm -hmm. Now with other people though, if they happen to be temperamental, now that makes you reflect, well, I know I'm not like that. So, and I'm not somebody's parent or guidance counselor or anything like that. You know, I could try to ask them, but if they're already temperamental, then they may take that out on me. And it's only a matter of time because of this first impression that I got. And they don't want me to see that. They don't want me to see that they're Mm. temperamental and that they can end up attacking me verbally, emotionally, and then trying to uh, blackmail me or anything like that. And because they're temperamental, they're going to go with whatever they're feeling. And if whatever they're feeling is guiding them, then you just need to do the walking out of that situation. There's too many ings and you need to be the last ing that does the thing. So I I think it's for all of our safety and sanity, please walk away when you see anything like that. Temperamental is way too reckless. Absolutely. I think it's uh, where we have times where we be like, oh, well, maybe they're just like that with that person and they don't like them, but they like me and I'm just an exception. It's like, honestly, like a lot of times that's not necessarily the case because when someone's in their emotions, they kind of don't care who you are. And when someone's in their emotions, they only care about themselves. And that's when we be like, oh, that's narcissistic and all of that. Yeah, maybe just a little bit because what happens is that we actually manifest disorders within our own brain. When we keep being negative, it manifests on how we see certain things and how we habitually do certain things when we wake up. Like if you don't make your bed or, or if you don't make yourself breakfast and you are doing these habits that are, are unhealthy for you, um, when they keep doing these things to other people, it just shows you a pattern that they're more likely to do to you. And uh, it's not good. Um Please. And I know, so with number one, right, we were saying about we need to watch the way they talk. But then going into number two, you got to watch what they do and not just on what they say. Because they need to walk in and talk it. Vigo style. Walk it like a talk. Walk it like a talk. Walk it like a talk. So... Now that we know that, is the reason why is because, okay, we now know that they, they talk negative and all these things. Okay, that's a red flag. I'm good. We shouldn't, we shouldn't even involve in that. But it's, it's also understanding that how often is someone t- telling you that they're going to do X, Y, and Z if it's uh, for you or if they're going to do it for themselves. And if they can't own up to their own words, then how are you able to trust anything that comes out their mouth? Like they say they're going to, oh, I'm going to go to the gym or yeah, let's hang out Friday or let's go to, let's go to the movies or anything like that. Any kind of plans that they make and it never follows through. There's always an excuse. We already know we have people like that. Raise your hand if you're listening. If you heard uh, plenty of people that make plans with you and it never follows through, it's just kind of annoying at this point and they're not respecting your time. Those are not people you want to be around. Things happen. Yes. But after a while, I honestly give people three strikes. It's like, the first time is like, okay, things happen. The second time is like, all right, maybe something's with me. And then the third time is like, you know what? I'm going to wait for you to let me know when you're available. And if they never hit you back up, then all right, they already said it uh, for you. They did the work for you. Um, Communication goes into that 100%. I love how Andrew brings this up. And once again, think about what he said. When people tell you something and they're giving you their word and they can't stand by that, think about now. You can reflect on yourself. You like, hey. I I committed to these plans. I know I could commit to these plans because when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Now, if they keep on standing you up, think about how they came and show for themselves. So think about how many times they let themselves down because you know how often it is to forget certain things when we just tell ourselves in our head? Like we just say, oh, you know, I'm going to do this later. And you just tell yourself in your head, but then you forget about it. Why? 
Because there's not enough power behind it. You know how easy it is to forget something in the day and how many thoughts come by, how many interactions, conversations, and things happen, like Angel says. However, we can't get upset when we don't make the full commitment. We have to say that out loud. We have to say it passionately. It's a chant. It's an affirmation. We are committing to this. The universe needs to hear the power and the commitment that you're giving to this action, to this deed, to this plan, whatever the case may be. So if they can't commit to themselves, them trying to commit to you to do something together is only setting somebody up for failure and setting somebody up to be upset and to have an impression that, okay, maybe it's me as well. Now that's that person selfishly setting up, uh, setting setting an example that hey, not only am I unorganized, but you should feel unorganized because I'm unorganized, and that mm-hmm. feeling isn't good. It's a feeling that magnetically keeps on going and going and going because it sticks to everything that comes across it. Exactly, and that's where communication comes in. It's just a matter of like, hey, this is what happened. I know that we were trying to make plans, but let's plan for this for sure because I have nothing coming up. So when you're able to have the will, then there's always the way, as Tyler always be saying on here. So I just got to say um, that also goes into now number three. We're on number three, guys. We're almost there. So number three is now that we know sometimes things happen or plans don't follow through, a real friend will apologize when they're quote, quote, wrong. And the reason why I quote wrong, it's not that matter of finding who's right or wrong, but you as a person, if you go to your friend, or whoever it is, and you tell them about how you feel and how it's making you uncomfortable or how it makes you feel insecure or you just don't like this, it's the matter of the other person giving you genuine respect. It's like, okay, I don't really agree with how this person may be feeling or how they're looking at this, but I need to listen to them so that I can understand where they might be coming from. Because a lot of times we think that when we are having discussions or disputes about something, we think that when we're coming across, that other person needs to uh, just completely agree with us. No, you could disagree to agree or agree to disagree. Like, it goes both hand in hand. And I think it's just a matter of, like, sitting down, listening why they're telling you and just question it because the whole the whole thing is to understand one another with genuine respect and you're only able to do that if you can't be so into your own emotions and feel so defensive and feel like you're being attacked because sometimes it's never really just you it's just the other person and they're vulnerably coming to you about how they feel and you should actually appreciate that because nowadays there's not people out here being vulnerable enough to their significant other, their friends, or even in, in a co-working space. And as Angel says that, it reminds me of a quote that I heard from a conversation. And this person has said, it's not that, um, it's not that I want to fight for the person I want to be with. It's because of the fact that I'm standing up for the relationship that I want. And a lot of times we can't put ourselves in yes. we can't put ourselves in a position where we fight the person that you know we want to be with, and whether that's a friendship or an intimate relationship, we have to have respect for one another. And with mm. respect, we look again. You can't forget the impression that this person made on you for now this relationship to be something. And now because this relationship has grown into something, why let words like hate or I can't stand you or anything like that. Why let your feelings get so powerful and let that control you so much that now you have no control? And mm. for for a human desire, because we want so much control, you're letting something control you. So it's kind of mm. interesting how that works where we yeah. desire control so much and want to want things to go our way. But then at the same time, 
we let control slip out of our hands so easily. And we let it be up to the, to the situation to emotionally get us out of position. Or we let people put us in a disposition that makes us yep. believe that we're this character. Now we have to act out and we have to do these things that make us not who we are. And now here we are picking up the pieces, trying to apologize. But at the end, it wasn't necessary. Yeah, and I, I love that you say that because it's so true. And it's not the matter of the person that you're fighting for. It's the relationship you're fighting for. And if that person can't fit for that relationship you're fighting for, then they just got to go. If yep. that connection don't flow, you already know. So it, it, it reminded me of metaphorically, like, people trying to take control, like, a bar of soap. And they're just holding it. Instead of holding it, like, with, with, gentle, with gentleness and be like, all right, I got it. It's right here in my palms. <laughs> they try to like squeeze it and it slips out your hand and it's oh, oh I dropped my soap oh and as funny as that is it's just that was the metaphor that I thought of and you can't just have control of everything the universe works in mysterious ways that you can ever imagine and you just gotta go with the flow but still have a, a directive of where you're going and so that's now when we go to number four numero cuatro, cuatro. Numero cuatro. There, there you go and that's yeah, there we go. We almost messed up. I'm still working on my Spanish. I'm getting there. Um, you, they reciprocate. They reciprocate. If if they don't reciprocate, then why would you want to even dwell in that? And it's also say there's balance, and sometimes people will apologize, like we've mentioned, on certain things that they made mistakes on. It's not to say someone has to be perfect because that's not even realistic. Um, but if someone makes plans with you, you, you should be able to make plans with them. Or if you make plans with them, they're more likely to reciprocate it back. If you apologize, they're more likely to apologize. If they, if they can sit here and listen to your good news, um, then you should be able to do that as well. And the matter of that is actually respect right there, right there than itself because it's the matter of even if you guys both are different and you both have different interests, I can sit here and actually listen to you because it interests you. What makes someone interesting is because they're interested in something that you're not interested in. So it's just like, wow, that's interesting that you see it that way because I, I honestly would have never done that because it's not, it's not something that ever cro came across to my mind. But the fact that you're telling me about it and how much it excites you makes me happy for you. And that's what's genuine. If someone can't be happy for the things that you're happy about, then you have to question yourself, is that someone you want in your life? You know, and especially if it's a significant other, but more importantly, if this person is going to be your best friend, friend, or however you want to name it, it, like, it's just important to really have those people that empower you in your circle because yeah. the people around you, as we said it before, is a reflection of who you are. And if you don't like the people around you, you might not just like yourself either. And if, if there's will, there's way. So it's just a matter of like, Always figuring it out. Yeah, and one thing that, that stood out to me is the fact that <clears throat> when it comes to reciprocating, that's that's common genuinity. And yep. when it comes to friends, we make these friends and build relationships with them where maybe find somebody that we can have an intimate relationship with. And when that happens, we have to acknowledge that. It's not because we have all these things that are similar we have an equal amount of similarities and differences. So that way there's an equal attraction that continues developing that I like you because we have all these things in common and we like all these things. However, there are still things that cause a contrast 
with everything else that makes me want to continue seeking. It makes me want to continue going on this adventure because at the end of the day, we're not going to see eye to eye on certain things. So with the friend, I can collaborate with them. I can bounce off of their ideas and they can bounce off of mine because we think different. But I can't collaborate with somebody that I can't have a connection with because we can't bounce off of each other and like the anime soul eater we don't have a soul resonation we're not linking we're not synchronizing well enough so how can we have a good output of something or whatever that may be and we're, we're just not in sync and that's something that goes to show when somebody can reciprocate out of pure generosity or not even just generosity but the idea that they're admiring what you're saying and not only can they acknowledge that but they can add on to that and how empowering is that when you can bounce off of each other's ideas and feel a stronger connection that only makes the relationship seem as if like yo this is something that is unreal it's it's an, ex uh, an exhilarating feeling when you get excited off of conversations with people that you enjoy having conversations with yeah it reminds me of how me and you are when we me and you be talking about things and even when we're recording it's just like you be saying things that i get so excited and I, I i love talking to you because the fact that we're both going in the same direction and although like there's certain things that you have interest in that i might not have much in it's just mm -hmm. the fact that it's like oh that's so interesting that you see it that way and this this whole perspective makes me learn on, on my own perspective and adds on to it and uh i think that's what makes it so fulfilling and that's why i appreciate you uh, and so now going into our last step, number cinco, five right? Finger five discount, five, five finger, finger discount. discount. Get it while you can. Seriously, because there's so much other things that involve a good relationship, if it's friendship or anything like that. But these are the top five, I would say. So number five is you both have goals onto working on yourself. As Tyler was mentioning, is all oh, it's nice to have similarities and all those things, but also having the contrast between each other that make us different. And so if that's making money, if it's yeah. being healthier, if it's playing sports, if it's becoming more fit, the list goes on. You already get the gist of it. And it's just to say that we kind of been already uh, foreshadowing it, but when you have something going on that is benefiting you, it might it doesn't have to be exactly how it is for yourself. Um, or at least, like, if it was me, I don't need someone else to have the same thing going on that I'm doing. I'd be doing Taekwondo. Tyler could be just going to the gym. Or I could be writing poetry, and he might be writing a book. It's completely different, or it could Ooh. be similar, but they're doing something that's working on themselves. If you have people or friends that are love going to work and then just coming home and watching Netflix and chill and playing games, all right, cool. But it kind of sets some limit to how much you can talk to them about because usually when you got things going on in your life, that's what makes communication or conversations more interesting because it's like, oh, like what you've been up to? I'm like, I've been doing this, this, and this, and that. Rather than, oh, I was just home doing nothing. I was like, oh, okay, well, that sounds interesting. And it's just like, you know, that it's just a little small benefit when you got things going on for yourself, especially as a man. Like, you should be always having something going on, always learning something. And even as a woman, I think it's important to always learn because we're so young. Me and Tyler both being 25, I think there's so much to learn in this world. And having other perspectives is always important. And as long as you have these standards and preferences and they are aligning with you, it's okay that someone else might have it a little bit different as long as you guys both respect each other on what you're doing for each other. Mm -hmm. So I think that's and important. Guys, Angel brings up so many good points. We have collaborated so many ideas and statements that not only is it from our experiences and the research that we've done, but also the idea of the fact that with 
friendships, not only is there similarities and differences, but also being able to see that there is organization in the things that we do. And there's also chaos in the things that we do. And being that there's so many nuances and uh, different facets of these uh, chaos and organizations, think about it like this. When we're organized and we can commit to something, we know that we have to be punctual with our time. We know that we have this much amount of time to eat, get ready, and do these things. When you commit to a job, you have to stick to that time. And you know, if you have assessments or some some kind of assignment that you have to commit to and get it done by this time that's organization and with friends if you make plans you'll commit to them if you respect them you'll commit to it if you enjoy being around them and they respect you and you guys always have a great time but it's chaos when nobody can commit to a time and we're constantly changing the time where the time keeps getting pushed back because oh um i i need to get gas oh um, I forgot that I need to get a haircut, so let me do that right now. Like, if you knew that these plans were going to happen at this time, why didn't you get a haircut previously? So now it's the, it's little things like that where if they're all over the place, that doesn't go with you because now you're always having to make an, an excuse or justification to their, to their uh, misjudgment on how they should have done something. And it there's so many things that we could say about organization and chaos, and that doesn't mean that we have to be perfect at it. Because that's why there's controllable chaos. And with controllable chaos, we can Angel can go out to an event. And let's say it's, an, it's a festival. And he, there's so many things to try out. And he's going about his time and has some conversations with people he's never met before. That's, un, that's controlled chaos because he still may be venturing in something that he may not have experience in. But a festival, you just go out and have fun. You meet new people. You play games. You eat food. What else is there to do? So it's controlled because it's an environment that is familiar, but it's also where you can meet new people and have different experiences. And when we can let go and go with the flow, it can make a beautiful experience. And we need to give ourselves the opportunity rather than staying, staying inside, becoming a shut-in and being afraid of all these things and wanting control, but then letting control go so easily. Yep. Exactly. You can't just control everything. And to just conclude, having standards and having boundaries, they're not expectations. It's just having a value system. And if they don't respect that value system, then they can stay out of your boundary and they could stay in the terrorist zone because you already know what terrorists do. They come into your town and they blow they blow things up. So we don't need those kind of people. We don't need people holding us back. We don't need people blowing things up for us or anything like that. No negative energy, only positive vibes over here. And if you guys liked anything that we say, please let us know. Leave a like on our, uh, on our episode if it's watching us on YouTube, if it's on your favorite podcast, whatever it is. We really appreciate you guys. We are really going up the ladder, and we got so many ideas for you. We really appreciate the support and glad that you guys are here That because you want to work on yourself. I think that's what's important, and we're going to do this together. The rally cry, stay limitless because yeah. no one is going to limit us. We got yeah. this. You got yeah. this, and I want you to go evaluate your circle if you guys are whoever's listening to it, is just just evaluate and like is this someone that makes me happy is this someone that makes me fulfilled is this someone that reminds me of who i am because if they make you feel less than who you are then they gotta go mm -hmm. 
And guys, with, with all that being said, I love you. I appreciate you, Angel. I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to have this conversation today. Thank you for the experience. I hope that you guys enjoy this experience because I, I always do. Let's keep on going. Let's keep on trying. And as long as we can put our best foot forward, that's what matters. Because at the end of the day, you tried. We tried. Let's keep trying. Please. Yes. I love you. Until Once next again. time. Y'all be easy. Hey, y'all be breezy. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>